Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to The Good Life. Where were you at 12.05? That's when we started. You can do it every time. If you missed the show, maybe you just missed the first part. Sweat not. Goodlifeguy.com. There's a link that will take you to uh, knssradio.com in uh, the upper right corner podcast. Click on that or hover over that. Drop-down menu appears, and right below your pointer is Good Life Guy. You can do that. A lot of shows there, and you can listen at your leisure. Uh, on the phone with me are two great guys, Chris Taylor and Paul Arguin, who got together from diverse backgrounds with primarily a scientific background and have been cooking together and and making great books. Their first book was The New Pie, Modern Techniques for the Classic American Dessert, and there's a link at Good Life Guy that will take you right there to that one, as there is also a link to the book we're speaking about, Fabulous Modern Cookies. Um, guys... Uh, Again, I, I hate to keep dwelling on the front section, but there's so many tips here. Uh, you know, uh, whether you use a, a food processor, a food processor instead of a knife to dice uh, almonds, whether you use uh, baking sheets, you have a, a, a lot of these little uh, dark purple boxes with wonderful tips. Uh, if you don't have a food processor, uh, whether you're using dry measuring cups or the dark side of baking sheets. And I, I think that's just a, a, a brilliant way to do this. And if if someone who's getting ready to bake and they're not a seasoned baker, if they just read the first 15 pages, they'd be ready to start with anything after that. Uh, in fact, that's one of the nice things about the book, I think, is that if you're ready to bake, you can just jump right in and start doing it. On the other hand, if you're not, let's say it's a day that you're, you, you can't bake, it's still a really fun book to read and quite educational. So as you go through the front, you can learn all about these things so that by the time you are ready to bake, um, you, you've learned so much. Yeah. The first chapter, bar cookies, and this is something that um, we've all had or seen probably, but you've got so many different varieties and they come out so pretty and the tips you offer, to tips and techniques to make it come out pretty, you know, get it out of the pan in one piece before you cut it so you don't dull your knife or scratch your uh, cookie sheet. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, and the, the the whole section on tools that you need for that. Great photography. Did you guys do your own photography? 
No, so we um they, we have a great photographer. He's based here in Atlanta, um, Andrew Thomas Lee. He did the photography for both the the pie book as well as fabulous modern cookies. Um, he is he is great, and we we are really happy with the cookies because you have to be really innovative when you're doing um, photos of cookies because you know depending on what type of cookies you're doing, it could just be one brown circle after another um but, but we got we have a lot of colors a lot of shapes a lot of flavors and so that that helped too and i i, I agree i think the the photos are really exciting thank well, you yeah like the, the angle of some of the cookies makes such a difference and uh, i'm on page 52 and we're talking about the portland pie squares oh my god oh, those are good. you know you could have taken a picture from the top of that and gone huh oh well <laughs> but stacking them like that and seeing the layers and the toasted bottom and this creamy, I want to scratch and sniff, I'd sooner scratch and eat, uh, <laughs> stack of cookies, you know. Uh, and the flavor combination is coffee, cherry, and hazelnuts. Uh, we try and think about new flavor combinations that we may not have seen together before. That one is out of this world. Talk about, and uh, uh, we looked at this one, I liked it, uh, the dandy cake bar. It's actually, I think, the next one back. Yeah, it is. Um what is this chocolate layer on top? How did you get that uh, the, the the pattern in there? Yeah, so the the dandy cake is based on a cake that I had growing up called the uh, you know a tandy cake. So it's a soft cake with a topped with peanut butter and then a layer of, of melted chocolate. And you know if we offer the instructions, obviously if if you want to just um, spread that final layer of chocolate on. Um, have it nice and smooth, um, easy peasy. You can absolutely do that. We do give some advice um, for the, for what you see in the picture there. Um, it's sort of a, a very ornate pattern top. It's actually pretty simple. It does you do need sort of one piece of specialty equipment. We have some um, silicone mats that are used um, primarily for texturing cookie dough or texturing fondant if you're decorating cakes. Yeah. Um, and if you, you spread that um, melted chocolate on there, throw it in the fridge and let it set, um, you can just peel that silicone layer off and you have this great thin sheet of beautifully um, textured chocolate that you can just sort of nestle on to that layer of peanut butter um, before you cut the bars. And so it's just a little trick. If you want something a little extra, a lot of people are thinking now, like, what can I do to make my baked goods look better for, you know, Instagram or TikTok? Um, or if you come from a family where you really like to show up your relatives when you when you show up at, you know, Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner, we do try to give you uh, some tips for that too. We, we come, we, we're bakers um, and a lot of the baking we've done um, in the past, uh, we did a lot of competitive baking, uh, both for pies and for cookies, you know, at some state and national competition. Um, and so we, we have some tricks in there that if you want to do something that's maybe going to catch someone's eye, maybe a judge, um, uh, maybe your social media audience, um, you if you have one, um, that just just a couple tips to just add that little little bit of extra to it. Well, and it, it just looks marvelous. And I'm pretty sure when you take a bite of that, you'll feel that check texture on the top of your your lips as you slide it in and to take a bite. Um, you mentioned holidays coming up, and it was certainly Thanksgiving being the first major one after Halloween. And I don't count that as a food holiday. Um, uh, whiskey, lemon, sweet potato squares. Oh my God. Um, you know, there's everything that is in this ingredient wise, 
and how it's finished and how it looks just screams to be served after a Thanksgiving meal. And what's really nice about that is that when, if, if you're familiar with sweet potato pie, it's certainly very popular here in the South, um, but um, most sweet potato pies are flavored um, along with sort of the same spice profile that you would do a pumpkin pie. Um, and so I think a lot of people have a very um, um, traditional expectation for a sweet potato um, dessert. Um, this one, uh, we, we've turned it on its head a bit, and we've actually pulled the flavors out of the fall and it's into a, a nice, bright sort of summer feeling. So the sweet potato, we, we add uh, lemon and then, of course, some, some whiskey. Uh, and that actually, <laughs> both the combination of those two things, it turns it from sort of that uh, uh, warm um, fall flavor into a bright, sunny um, uh, flavored uh, profile for this uh, for this bar cookie, oh, and then of course with the, with the panko topping, uh, gives it a nice crunch. So it's um, we we try and think about flavor combinations, the texture. You're right as you're as you're eating the cookie. Um, so a lot of really exciting exciting cookies um, right in that that first chapter. Yeah, I love it. Okay, uh, I told you about my fond recollection of the first time I baked anything, cooked anything. Chocolate chip cookies, Nestle's bag. Okay. And I looked and I looked and I missed it the first thumb through, but then I found bronze butter chocolate chip cookies. It starts with proper portion placement primer with, uh, with five different pictures of how you would lay out uh, fancy cookies on a cooking sheet. That's good. Talk about the difference between your bronze butter chocolate chip cookies and what's on the back of the Nestle's uh, chocolate chip box. Oh yeah. So the, these, the bronze butter, um, we use a couple times, um, in, in the book. And so, you know, this, they're both still chocolate chip cookies. If you compare our bronze butter chocolate chip cookie to the Toll House chocolate chip cookie, there's a lot of similarities. They both use a little bit of white sugar, a little bit of brown sugar, eggs, butter, obviously the chocolate chips. Um, what, what makes these special is, is the bronze butter. Um, and so the traditional Toll House cookie uses just softened, unsalted butter. Um, if you want your cookies a little crisper, you can melt that butter. Um, but what we do if, um, for bronze butter, you sort of, it's a step beyond that. Um, so a lot of people might be familiar with brown butter, yep. um, where you take butter and you melt it and you sort of, fry the butter in a way and you cook off the water. Um, butter is between 15 and 20% water. You cook all that water off. And then there's like 2% of the butter is um, made up of milk solids. And if you keep cooking that butter, those milk solids are going to start to turn this beautiful, flavorful, nutty, um, you're going to get this nutty color, this nutty flavor that really brings some great flavor to baked goods. We actually take this one step further. Um, we, because we wanted more of that browned butter flavor. So we add at the beginning, non-fat dry milk powder. And so mm. that's essentially increasing the amount of milk solids in the butter by tenfold. So you do what you would normally do for browning butter. You, you melt your butter, you add the non-fat dry milk powder, you cook off the water and you cook it until all of those milk solids, the milk solids there that are inherently in the butter, and then the milk solids from the nonfat dry milk powder, you cook them all until they're this nutty, incredibly fragrant um, 
bronze butter. It's a chestnut brown. And then you add all of that to your traditional ingredients of your sugars, uh, your egg, your leavening. We do add a little bit of instant espresso powder, not enough to make your cookies taste like uh, chocolate. It's only a teaspoon. It just sort of darkens that chip flavor. Um, you add your, your chocolate chips, depending on what you like. Um, we usually do a semi-sweet or dark sweet, uh, um, a bittersweet chocolate chip. The other day we made this recipe because we can't get enough of it. We made it with milk chocolate chips. Mm. Um, it just bakes up incredibly. You have, you know, you have that warm familiarity of a nice warm chocolate chip cookie, but it's, it's just something special. It's, it's a deeper flavor. It's more robust. It really feels like something special. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a chocolate chip cookie, but it's the best chocolate chip cookie. Oh yeah. Well, it, it sure looks pretty. And again, to make it other than a flat cookie on a cookie sheet, he stacked it on end and took it. it, it it's not a vertical picture. It's a horizontal picture with the what looks like a you, you All cookies should be this big as it is on the page. That should be real size. <laughs> oh, well. That's just me talking, okay? You, you got to realize I'm, uh, I'm, I'm old and I like chocolate chip cookies. Um. It, the book is so cool, and there's so many things. We can't talk about all of them. I think one of the things you have done, there are several recipes that if you follow the recipe correctly, if you roll it out correctly, and then you use some of the creative cookie cutters, and then you add that other bit of visual stimulation, like the tiger tails, where it's not just a one-color cookie. It's a multicolored cookie, and and it looks pretty, and it was the same with fig and maple nut slices. It, it makes, I think there's another picture in there, I think it's of these, where you see the ingredients, you know, and they take that simple cookie and make it look a lot better. And I, Oh, no, there it is, this one. This is grapefruit and pistachio stained glass slices. you got to be kidding me. What a perfect Thanksgiving or, or Halloween plate, and they look so cool. This yeah, I got to say, I, I, that's actually, um, as, as much as um, Chris was talking about our photographer, Andrew Thomas Lee, so a lot of the, the how the pictures were going to be uh, crafted were his. That's the one picture that I uh, had <laughs> into because I told him, I said, the, uh, the, pista- the pistachios are such a beautiful green and the grapefruit uh, is that beautiful orangey pink. Um, is it at all possible to shine a really bright light behind so you can see the um, the grapefruit? You can have the light shining through the grapefruit and shine another really bright light on the front so you can see the green. Like, is that possible yeah. so that you could actually see both colors? And so he spent a fair amount of time figuring out how to do it, and he did it. Time well um, spent. It's yeah. such a beautiful cookie and delicious too. Yeah, I'll bet. Well, I, I I I get excited as I thumb through here. The section on filled stuffed and sandwiches goes without saying, not only is the photography the way he laid that, the group picture at the beginning of the chapter five, but the recipes are so cool and uh, just, I love it. Uh, I got a a couple quick questions before I let you go. Mm -hmm. Do you you think that there's a savory book in your future? Well, we started by including the savory chapter in this one. So um, most people don't. (laughs) Good. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't think about uh, cookies being savory, but uh, we have a whole chapter on savory cookies. So these are things that if you want to have 
Do you want to start having dessert first? <laughs> Some people like that, but th these are actually more like appetizer cookies. So you yeah. can serve them at a cocktail party. Um, if you did want something after dinner that wasn't quite so sweet, some of those fit the bill as well. We have one that's sort of a fruit and cheese uh, cookie that's uh, it's not heavily sweetened, but it's made with goat cheese yeah. and some dried sour cherries. So it's it's a it's a savory style. Um, but uh, in terms of a pure savory one, I think we certainly could. I think um, you could savory, too. Savory baking is huge. Well, and that's what that's that's why I said that the section in the book's great. But I just think that there's room for, uh, you know, and you mentioned the cheese. There's so many uh, things that you could bake with cheese in them. And, well, anyway, the book is so cool. Uh, special thanks uh, not only to you guys for the time, but for the publisher for sending me a copy of the book and for allowing me to give away a copy of the book. Um, uh, you guys don't live in the same neighborhood. Do you get together socially or do you just get together to talk about cookbooks? I don't know. We, we, we're together a lot. Good. Well, it's been fun. I hope my listeners enjoyed it as much as I did. I've got one cookie left. I'm going to give it to my technician because he's not as fat as I am. So. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for all your time. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. Thank you. This is great. All right. We'll take another quick break. We'll come back. Time to transition to wine. I'll tell you about some events you got to sign up for. And then we're going to taste two wines together that I have not had. But you can get them today at Jacob Liquor Exchange. It, they're called Bread and Butter. That's the producer. I've got the Chardonnay and the Merlot. There's a huge display rack right in front of Jacob Liquor front door on North Rock Road. Don't go away. There's a lot more wine fun coming. chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 